Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talks with Cheese. I'm your host, Cheese. My guest here with me is Landon Durkis. Landon, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. No problem, man. Hey, thank you for coming, man, on this late night. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm excited. So, um, guys, Landon is a senior at, at Tipkin Valley High School. He plays on the varsity football team. He plays tight end and outside linebacker. And I went to the school with his uh, oldest sister, Lexi. And then speaking of Lexi, Landon, congrats to her and her husband, Wes, for having a kid, dude. You're going to be an uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty exciting news when, I, when that happened. Um, it's Everything's going pretty good. Everything's uh, healthy, and it should be a good addition to the family. Heck, yeah. And then it's like this December when the baby's born, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's... It's not Christmas specifically, but it's near that time, so it'll but be... But hey, that's an awesome holiday <laughs> gift from the family, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be prepared to be a good uncle, huh? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah, so I want to first ask, how long have you been playing football for? So, uh, I've always wanted to ever since I was young. Um, I never got the chance to, uh, obviously, peewee when you're in elementary school, but I started playing my seventh grade year. My uh, dad took me to open field over at the middle school, and... Um, yeah, ever since then I got the playbook. I uh, went home and studied for like two hours just to get to know the game and everything. And I came back and knew knew like my my position in and out. And ever since then I've been tied in. So since day one, huh? Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah! And then what was the outside linebacker your first position when you started on defense? Or yeah, no. So in middle school I wasn't a big defensive guy. Obviously I was new to the game, new to obviously hitting and all that stuff, but. In middle school, I was defensive end and D-line, uh, obviously not really caring about, much about that. But um, in high school, freshman year, I moved to linebacker with, with Casey Wise. And ever since then, you've been moving me around, obviously outside backer, some safety, some some edge rush and all that all that stuff. And are you still versatile like going into this year? Yeah, so a little bit has changed from last year. Obviously, last year I had that hybrid title where I was really far out on, let's say, trips and I was in pass coverage or I was either – you know, playing the run, but this year it's different. We're going to run a four, three and I'm a, on the strong side. So I'll be on the tight end on the trip side, but I'll be like on the line as an edge rusher more. So Heck yeah. And then I can tell, like, I didn't think now you say about it. I didn't think that you were a hybrid because like you were just over the field and you were making, I remember like last year you made an awesome interception, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, I was really surprised when they told me I was like going to be playing a lot of pass. Obviously I'm pretty big and tall, but I'm not the quickest guy in the field, but I pretty. I think I held my my uh, duties ground. pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, you held your ground, and then, yeah, you were doing awesome, man. So I want to ask you before we talk about more about like you know last year, how's your overall high school experience been for the past three years? Because because ever since you went to the high school, you always had a winning season. Yeah, yeah. So my freshman year, obviously going in, I looked up obviously the seniors, juniors, and that was my freshman year was when Quentin Aldridge, uh, Trey Hardesty, were they were all seniors and stuff. Um, and obviously, I was a little smaller than I am now. Probably say like six one, one hundred and eighty five pounds. So I was, I was in for it. But over the years, obviously, we, our mentality has always been just to win. And the TRC has has been pretty, uh, pretty weak um, in my high school career. But I think this coming up year is going to be a big change, and we're ready for it. So which we talk about later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Isn't it crazy how, you know, you're already a senior? How crazy is it that, you know, it's flown by? Yeah, yeah. Well, like yesterday, I remember I was walking in my locker freshman year down the freshman hallway and looking at all the upperclassmen like, holy cow, these guys are, you know, something else. And now it's me in about three days. So Yeah, it goes fast, huh? Yeah, it does. So, yeah, like, did you get, like, a lot of playing time varsity your freshman sophomore year? So freshman year, no. I, um, I obviously dressed uh for the home games but i didn't i didn't go for the weight games and then obviously the games we were smoking them i got in like fourth quarter 
sophomore year was a big leap. I started varsity uh, every game. I didn't start defense, though. I was just a backup. And, uh, yeah, sophomore year I started tight end, and ever since then I've been on both sides of the ball. How was that, just knowing, like, you know, you didn't really play freshman year? You probably played JV, right? Yeah. But you made that big leap. Can you tell me more about that? Right, yeah, the game changed a ton. Like, when I was thinking my sophomore year, oh, yeah, and, you know, it's just another – Another step, but the game is ten times faster, ten times more physical, and I think the first couple of games I wasn't really ready for it, but I started to obviously get used to the physicality and stuff. So, and like Coach Mo says, film doesn't lie. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Unfortunately. Uh-huh. And then from like your like sophomore year, how have you progressed personally to you? Oh, from um, your point of view, yeah. Yeah. So lifting wise, obviously, I sophomore year probably benching just under 185 and I'm up to 280 last year and I'm not really sure what I am right now but physicality wise I've grown three inches I'm up to 240 now um mentally wise I'm feel like I'm one of the I feel like the smartest I've ever been really um sophomore year I just kind of look took everything in but this year I'm starting to like take put everything out like helping the guys on the line and stuff and yeah everything about my game is just improving so Heck yeah. So uh, I'm gonna read some of your you know some of the stats you made last year right so guys like as you, can, as you know from the past episodes, um, Valley went nine and two overall last season, seven and one in the conference. And Landon here, he caught twenty receptions for two hundred fifty-eight yards and four touchdowns. And on defense, he made twenty-seven tackles and four assists. So, f- Landon, from your perspective, how do you think you personally played last year? Yeah. Well, so when I first heard my stats offensively, I didn't really even think that I caught that many balls. I guess like the games kind of just went by getting like you know, a couple couple passes here and there. Obviously our offense was a lot run pass than it than a uh, pass run. So over the years we're gonna like even this year should be putting the more passes in. And um I just think uh last year I did a lot on the offensive side and blocking wise and I did the most I could uh, catching the ball and stuff. hmm So um what is something from last season that you knew you had to improve on from this upcoming season? Yeah, so last season, obviously, like I had a lot of times I was in open space because in high school ball, I just feel like tight ends get overlooked for like a route runners and then those crossing routes across the field. I always just feel like I'm always wide open. And my goal this year, obviously, is to catch some more balls in, in the in like crowded areas and after the catch, just use my size and ability and strength just to mow, mow over some guys. So mm-hmm. that's my goal. Heck yeah, I like it. And how does it feel that you, not only that we have you as a stud tight end, but we have um. Kyler. Kyler, yeah, thank yeah. you so much. I just had a brain fart, no, but you're, yeah. You're good. Um, sorry, Kyler, but yeah, how do you feel about that? Yeah, no, it's, it's sweet. I mean, we're both of us, we're both really, really big guys. Um, You know, he's tall, a little taller than I am, probably about 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, and I'm sitting at 6'4". We have our strengths and our weaknesses, but I think when we're both in the field, it's almost impossible to stop, so. Yeah, and then Weaver can give really, Coach Weaver can really be creative with the playbook, huh? Exactly, yeah, I mean, with us double tights, you can mow it down the middle, you know, punch him in the mouth, and he can also throw the ball in the air. So, mm-hmm. And I want to ask you, man, I've always, I was thinking about this today. Do you like offense better or defense better? So, <laughs> funny question. Um, when I started, obviously, uh, in high school, I hated defense. I didn't, it didn't make any sense to me. I was like, I loved offense, everything about it, the versatility of tight end, going out for routes. and But over the years, I've loved I've been loving defense, not as much as offense still, but just going and hitting people and me seeing the game obviously better than what I used to and reading everything and having Casey as a, my coach at linebacker just makes defense pretty fun, but I'm still an offensive guy, yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy how when you 
play the defensive side of the ball, you actually know more of it from the offensive side. Huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's that a lot. Actually, when I read, if I'm on the tight end side and I'm supposed to press down and I know like the tight end's tendencies, that's what I base myself on when I play offense. So like I can I can read it almost a little better. Yeah. Heck yeah, it, it really gains you know your perspective big time on that. And then nothing better than making picks like we said <laughs> earlier, huh? Yeah. One. I mean that ball's in the air and you can you know you're gonna get it. that adrenaline rush is is something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm, heck yeah, I love it, man. So what's your what's been your favorite game so far this you know during your high school career? Because like you know. Like we said, we you had numerous winning seasons, and some of these games were just blowouts. Yeah, right. So my my favorite game I'd have to say is so this past junior my junior year Bell game. Um, so obviously it was home, and I remember we were going out. Me and some of the receivers and long snappers were going out early to uh, you know to get some route work and everything. And I remember walking out and looking to the right and seeing our fans lines all the way back to the tennis courts and the cars parked down the whole drag strip, and then. The Rochester fans were all the way back to the Ox Gym with their tailgates, and I remember just getting goosebumps and just super excited to to see that for a, a high school game. Right, and then I bet that had been more intense. It it was more different because was it your freshman year or sophomore year that you did not have that Rochester game due to COVID? Yeah, it was um sophomore year. We we played uh, North Judson. I forgot actually forgot about that. Um, it was at North Judson, and we were pretty bummed about it. Obviously, we were. Looking to just go sixty to zero on that game, but yeah. yeah, we didn't have it my sophomore year, so it was a it was a big game to be there, you know. To redeem it, yeah. yeah. And then um, from what Coach Weaver told me on his episode on my podcast that hey, they're gonna be good, you know, Rochester. Yeah, they are. They have a, a lot of returning guys. Obviously, last year Deming got a lot of those uh, stats from Max Preps, obviously with the carries and the yardage and stuff. But when you played them last year, he I think he only had like thirty three yards total. And obviously, they have a lot of returning seniors, but I think our we also have a ton as well, and our speed and physicality is just going to uh, do it for us. So. Right. And I wanted to ask you from your perspective, um, who should be a like a defensive stud in, on the team? Yeah. So this year, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that question three different spots, like D line, linebackers, right. and safeties and stuff. But so D line wise, um, man, <laughs> they're they're all they're all just playing their spot really well. Uh, some of that really stands out. Um, for scrimmages so far as uh, Cameron Mason, he he's obviously new to the to D tackle, but he's been making big plays in the backfield. He's super fast off the ball and everything, and it's just it's nuts. But then again, obviously having Kyler and Dalton on the outside, they're just stopping the ball from making plays. And Philip Smith, you know, taking on double teams. But linebacker position, it's me as a senior, and then uh, Brock Durf and Grady Moriarty are the other two. And there's just times where I'm like on the strong side and I look to my right and Brock's just past the line of scrimmage making plays and that's just blows my mind sometimes and he's just he's gonna be something else this year. And it hypes you up too. Yeah, right, right. Seeing and then seeing him run around with his just you know, hitting people is just really awesome to see. Right. And for the secondary, obviously Wade Wade is just gonna flow across the middle of the field, but Nate Parker can lay some hits and our our corners, you know, getting back in coverage, Trent and Cody Black, they're they are looking good. Yeah, we've even said from his perspective that, you know, defense is looking really good for Valley. Yeah, I mean, well, we come obviously coming into this uh, year, I've, we lost a lot of the O-line, D-line stuff from the seniors and some linebackers. But coming in, obviously, our, our goal was to improve our, our offense. But when we had our defensive, like, seven-on-sevens and stuff, it's like, 
holy cow, like this this year is going to be something else. And I bet it's so, com- like, based on what you explained, it's been so competitive in practice, right? Right, yeah. I mean, we, <laughs> even though on our own guys, we're flying around, we're just hitting, we're, you know, putting guys on the ground, and it's not even another team yet. So, we're, you know, we're, we're ready to go. Yeah, and then, like, so this recording is going to come out on Thursday, I'm hoping. So that's before the scrimmage. But, yeah, dude, just tell me, like, how crazy is it the season's right there but pretty much yeah so obviously school starting this thursday we have our scrimmage the next day at knox and obviously it's a scrimmage but it's our full pad scrimmage and with it being away all of our guys are our mentality is there and we're ready you know all these games are ready, ready to go and i think this scrimmage is gonna show like our community especially that like this team is going to be something something different and then speaking about the community how from your perspective how do you feel about the valley community supporting you guys you know for the past four years right right or three years yeah yeah so it's I mean, every game, we got tons and tons of fans. We travel really well and stuff. And just it's really nice to see, like, say we go even this year to West Lafayette. It's a pretty far drive. We're probably going we're, we're gonna to have, you know, half the, at least three-fourths of the stands filled up with all, of our, with all of our community. And that's just really awesome to see and feel. Even if we, like, win those big games, they're, like, behind us, you know, helping us out. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so speaking about this new schedule, right? So from your perspective, what do you think about the TRC like ritual and then having this new so like since like Valley's an independent this year, right? With this new schedule, like how do you guys feel like facing new teams like West Lafayette, like you said, Tipton and Twin Lakes? Yeah, so um when I first heard this uh news about leaving TRC, I thought it was just stuff you heard and you know in the grapevine and nothing really serious, but when it started to come down to it, I was like mixed emotions with it, you know. Senior year, if we stayed in TRC, it had been a nice, you know, way to go out 9-0, you know. I mean, it had been with my buddies and my brothers and stuff. But also having this new schedule with a lot more competition, I think we can hold our own. Like what we said at his podcast, we're hoping to score the same amount of points on TRC teams as we are on these teams. And I think going into these games, we're going to shock a lot of people with how competitive they are, but how we compete with them. Yeah, and I also wanted to bring up, because like, I was listening to the Weaver podcast earlier today, just to prepare for this episode. He said that not only it only benefits you guys for competition, for better competition, my bad, he says that it's going to expose you, or you guys are going to get more exposure. Right, right. How do you feel about that? Yeah, so I mean, obviously playing against, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but playing against like Whitco teams and so, some small people like that, you know, putting that out in film, you're like playing against me, especially 6'4", 240, going up against a five foot nine five foot ten you know 180 d end and nothing really you know competitive there but when we go up against west lafayette and he was number two in the state last year having these big you know big guys and competitive guys and if we really ball out it shows colleges the next level and even the guys who are voting for all region all state all and all that stuff so i think that'll help us out a lot yeah i mean that's the biggest takeaway that i got from when weaver was explaining like you know the benefits to it Right, but right. obviously, like the probably the one of the only main like cons of it is just like the far drives. But right, yeah, you're, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously after school, you know, we all have our. Well, at least I have my own tradition. You know, I go to the gas station with my buddies and we uh, get some energy drinks or some, you know, some electrolyte waters and stuff. But and then we go back to the school. You know, maybe get some subway or go to my buddy's my buddy's house before and get some some grub. But you know, it's. It's just going to be different, you know, having to leave a little earlier, having to get out of school maybe even early for, like, the Lafayette game. And uh, I think it'll be it'll be different, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Like Coach Weaver said, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear that every day at practice. Uh, so. Heck, yeah. So, and also another benefit, once again, that Coach Weaver said, he said that um, 
this is only going to prepare you for sectionals. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you face these, you know, not so talented teams in the TRC. And then you guys get like, you know, surprise from like, uh, when you guys face what, Gary Catholic? Gary and Catholic. Yeah. 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 So uh, my viewpoint on that, obviously last year going from the TRC teams, I think uh, physically we really do hold our own against those teams. But when it comes down to playing, obviously those small schools that you can play for maybe even a quarter and sit for the rest of the game, you're, Mentally, just you go out there, I'm just going to give it half effort because that's all you really need, you know. When it comes down to Gary and who are actually really good, you know, good players and stuff, um, physically you're there, but when you go out there, third quarter stuff in the play, your mentality, you just you lose it. And some of the, you know, the jobs you have and the rules, you just kind of, you know, it gets, it gets lost and you mess up and that's what they take advantage of. Right. It seems like when you face, you know, these really good, talented teams this year, it's going to like, you know, wake you guys up and then, you know, you guys learn from it now and then in the sectional game. Exactly. Yeah. And like for even how our schedule lays out this year, we don't really have like a bye week, you know. So every every week, if we, you know, first week we'll see, say we get a win there, you know, Rochester isn't a breeze. So you have to come in next week work hard and then next week work hard work hard and it should just translate all the way up to sectionals which we should be rolling by then so that'd be be a good uh good time yeah it just seems like it's not gonna be really easy at all this year at all no no but i'm i'm, I'm all for it you know i'm all i think our coaches are all for it and a lot of the guys offensively and defensively the seniors especially we're ready to we're ready to work yeah how crazy is that i forgot to ask this earlier but um how crazy is that rochester week is the second week yeah, so last year I remember um, getting our schedule marked on my calendar for September 16th. I remember it to this day still. Um, bell game, you know, like bell game, bell game and stuff. And this year when TRC, we left that, we were like, oh, you know, bell game, you're still going to have it, this and that and stuff. And when it came out this year being um, August 25th, I was like, it's like four weeks, two weeks earlier. So it would be like week two instead of like week five, you know. Just and, your mentality, your, your head. Yeah, and <laughs> so my, my only like doubt with that worry I could say is – um. I feel like Bell Game was like our halfway point. Like, you know, we play these teams and we're having a good time, and then Bell Game, boom, our like our intensity rises again. And I'm I'm just hoping our other guys, like after week two playing Rochester, we keep the intensity all throughout the season. But yeah, I think with it being early, you know, we're gonna be fresh. It's gonna be warm out. It's gonna be beautiful weather, and we're ready to go. Yeah, I like how you turn that that negative mindset to a positive mindset. Yeah. And then speaking about like you know the mindset, most articles I you know I see of you you're considered as a leader so what makes you consider a leader to to this team so i've always been like i like to think i've always been one of the, like the guys who take the the studying the football like a lot more seriously than what a lot more people do like i watch film almost every night and then when i'm with i'm with uh, coach wise watching film at his house you know just taking time out of my day just to learn the game and stuff so when it comes down to like leading you know say we got a, a rough little stretch of o-line plays and like if they're like doubting themselves, I'm always like hey you know we're good you know just you know remember our plays you know if you need help just ask me because I know what I'm doing and stuff and I've always just tried to make sure everyone feels comfortable and lifted up even no matter how old they are you know mm-hmm. so it's really about like going the extra mile and not having an ego no matter right. what your stat line is or what you did in the past basically right right yeah so like even like obviously if you have a good game it's always nice to hear like hey great game man but you know, like next week, he's gonna be gonna remember that game. You know, the next week is the next game, and you just know that you went hard enough for yourself that you got that reward, and that's all you really need. You know. Yeah, I like that answer so much. And then, you know, going back to watch it, Rochester week once again. <laughs> that week's gonna be crazy alone because you got the Rochester game, the Bell game that Friday, and the next day is the Sweet and Sassy. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's a big weekend for the Valley community. It really is. And uh, I was talking. Uh, he does the rate Michael Lukens. 
um, I was talking to him, and he <laughs> made a funny comment. He said that with our fan base, they're going to need a lot more bleachers at the Rochester uh, game so they can hold us, which was probably pretty true. <laughs> hey, Michael's not wrong, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, speaking about Sweet and Sassy, are you competing in the Sweet and Sassy? I'm not. No, I'm not really a big – I mean, I golf here and there and stuff, but uh, I just go up with my buddies about probably periodically, maybe like twice a month, three times a month, but I never really like <laughs> – tried my hardest in golf and it's really i love i love doing it but i don't really sign up for those things oh man man when i was your age i hated golf but look at me now i freaking love <laughs> golf yeah it's, this gonna be, you know this is gonna be like first time at sweet and sassy it's gonna be awesome mm-hmm. and it's just like a you know a big family uh value family reunion yeah it really is yeah and I mean, it goes for a good cause to uh coach bibbler yeah 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 exactly um my dad, I think he he does it with his buddies, and he always says how great of time it is. All the valley people coming in and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, and then speak about you know your dad or your family. How support do you feel? You know, them supporting you in this you know f- during your football journey, I guess. Yeah. Um. So ever since seventh grade, dad's well, ever since I was little, dad always wanted me to play, and mom was just skeptical about it because you know I was young, injuries, getting hurt. But ever since seventh grade, dad's been. Uh, Dad and mom has been to every one of my games. They've always been supporting me, coming from practice, making dinner, you know, coming home from a game. They're, you know, got ice and stuff ready for me. And, you know, if I have, if I have a good game, they always, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, they're supporting me and stuff. And yeah, it's just it's going a long way. Heck yeah, I love it. You know, you got to have that family support as well. Exactly. So I want to ask you. So what's you know your favorite memory on the field, right? But favorite memory off the field. So favorite memory on the field. Oh, probably when we won uh, TRC my sophomore year. Yeah, we won TRC sophomore year outright. And uh, Coach Brown, it was a muddy game against Southwood. Coach Brown uh, came from the press box and did like a slip and slide across the mud all the way to like the to the goal line. And that was pretty awesome to see. Everyone was smiling. And it was just a great team energy. But uh, off the field, um, I'll have to think about that. Probably just the locker room, really. You know, every every week the locker room intensity is just off the charts. Like if you walk in there, not knowing, you know, not being the Valley team, and you walk in there and see some of the guys just like with their helmets on, just ready to you're ready to kill someone, and just the the vibes and the mentality of that locker room with the music blaring, and I just I just think the locker room is just a place where we get, really get ready to go. It's like all you guys dial it in, yeah. no, like you know, messing around. No, no, not at all. And then obviously, if if someone if someone is messing around, you know they they know real quick to to knock it off and stuff. But yeah, once that helmet goes on, especially the seniors this year, we're all ready to go. So yeah, they're gonna get caught out, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I want to talk about you know you preparing for this upcoming season. So I first want to ask, how has the university camps been going for you? Because you did attend some of them, right? Right, right. Yeah, I've been to uh, probably I'd say like four or five this uh, summer. My my biggest like reason for going is the where we are as a school doesn't really get like the, as much attention as obviously Fort Wayne indie schools and uh, I just feel like with some of the like talent we have it should be like showcased and stuff so I've been to a lot of those uh, camps and stuff and I, they've been really fun you know there are a lot of coaches there to help you out and stuff and just you can showcase for and a lot of a lot of more knowledge that you don't that you get not from just high school football but like from the next level which has been nice and then what universities like uh, camps you've been attending can you name the, the colleges yeah so i've been to uh hillsdale michigan quite a bit um taylor uh i've been to taylor and then i went to und um i've been to one in fort wayne it wasn't a, it wasn't a uh college but it was like college coaches were there and stuff 
but yeah, I've been to those three, and then I've been to Franklin for uh, for some stuff. So yeah, it's been. To summarize those, like right, what what's like the like pro, like the like the day to day of the camps? Like, what do you do from like start to finish? Yeah, a lot of it really is like the pro testing forties, the five ten five sh- shuttle, the broad jump and stuff. But then again, you go through campus tours and the whole football program itself, the um, locker rooms, weight rooms, the facility, and then just like the coaches' morale and the coaches like almost like rules for the team and how they expect you to play if you go there and stuff and. Once you finish those pro agility and stuff, you do one on one, seven on sevens, and that's where I really enjoy because I get I get a lot of uh, balls and where if I can touch it, I, pr- I, I probably will catch it. So that's what I enjoy. So how do you attend these camps? Do you get invited or do you just have to like really look up and then see? Yeah, yeah. So the college specific camps like Hillsdale and Taylor, and I've had a couple more, but I couldn't make it just because of plans. Like I I woo invited me and stuff and just stuff like that. Um, they do reach out obviously on Twitter, on text, but then there's ones like the UND mega camp that I attended, you, uh, sign up for it. And that sold out in like two weeks when it first came out, it was a big camp. There's a lot of people there, but yeah, those invites and then you just hope you can make it with your, uh, your schedule. Yeah. And how, how's the networking? Like, you know, do you feel like you connect to more coaches, more of your peers yes. to learn from, or, you know, to make connections, you know, when you're really into the recruiting process once, you know, the season's over. Yeah. So obviously like you know going through twitter and stuff since you know like my teammates you know getting these offers and putting the work in and then obviously how easy it is for coaches to reach out for you you know to just give you follow and message you on the inbox and stuff and that's also vice versa you know you can go through these colleges that you're interested in give them a follow and just it's really easy to get stuff from coaches nowadays and what it used to be you know having to send film out way differently than just a huddle link and um yeah and then the coach is obviously giving you all this information and it's just a lot more convenient now than it used to be. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not trying to be a smart aleck, but it's called X now. Yeah, <laughs> well, I know yeah it's, you're right. It's Twitter, it's Twitter. <laughs> you're right. But yeah. anyways, isn't it crazy just the power Twitter or X can do for a football player or for any like student athlete prospect trying to play at the next level? Yeah, so yeah, I saw that X change a couple <laughs> weeks ago and it kind of made me chuckle. It's weird, huh? It, it doesn't really make a lot of sense, but... Um, it's Elon being Elon. <laughs> yeah, um... So with Twitter, well, X, how it's being um, uh, so, like, versatile and stuff, when I first uh, got it, Mo sent me this thing and said, hey, man, you get Twitter, you know, you need to start getting your name out there. And that was my sophomore summer going into junior year. Mm-hmm. And I got it, signed up, and my whole my whole feed is just football and football and college coaches and all that stuff. And, yeah, it really is just insane how the opportunities just open up from a social media app. Yeah, your algorithm's all football-based. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm telling you, sometimes it's creepy because they'd be listening to you. <laughs> yeah. Especially like, on TikTok. Uh-huh, yeah. You say it's like you're trying to go to eat like at Roadhouse, and then all of a sudden an app pops up about Texas Roadhouse, and you're like, oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like uh, when I had Coach Webby on here at the podcast, um, he was explaining to how he proposed to his fiance, Right. And it was like based on a crumble cookie, right? Mm-hmm. There, when I went upstairs to eat dinner, the first thing on my TikTok was a crumble cookie. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> and mind nuts. you, I had never had a crumble cookie. Really? Yeah. Have you, have you had one since then? No, never. Oh, man. Oh, wait, are they good? Because I've heard they're overrated. Really good. I think they're really good. Okay, yeah. I need to try it out, <laughs> yeah. man. So speaking about this off season, right? How has like the summer workouts here and how has like, you know, Viking Strong been for you, man? Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> for the football guys, it gets it gets pretty not rough, but it gets tiring. You have to, our workouts start just before six, five fifty five, and they're supposed to be there. And if obviously if you live 
decently far away. You got to get up at like five o'clock and it's really, really hard to have the uh, energy and the focus to work out that early in the morning. But once you get there, you go through your speed training and lifting the rest of your day. You're just, you know, you're, you're awake. And uh, Viking Strong, obviously, it's great to go to. You can tell a difference, obviously, when you, from week one to the end of the summer, how you've improved. And then for it being three, three days a week, I uh, still try to get some, some working at my own, at home and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's just, that's what you need to be a good football player is just weights and speed training. Yeah, man. It just seems like so far in this conversation that, you know, you really do go the extra mile to really, you know, achieve your goals right right yeah and my goal really is just to this sport i this is how i look at it this sport is almost so uh so like versatile not versatile what's the word i'm looking for it's just hard to be able to play this it's really rare you know so like obviously there's a select few in high school who play this sport and then those people in high school select few go to college to continue and i just want to play this sport as long as i can because when i'm 40 i can't put pads on and hit right you're not taking this for granted you're just enjoying every moment of it pretty much right right Especially like we talked about these four years, you know, goes by fast. <laughs> yeah, and then already, I remember starting summer out with workouts, and all my senior buddies were like, "Man, don't miss these." And then that's already football season. So you're like, "Damn, maybe I should listen to them more." Huh? <laughs> yeah. So, um, can you go more in depth about what your personal goals goals are? Like, I know you said earlier, I want to make more catches, but can you, you know, explain more about that? Yeah. So my personal goals, like football wise, that yeah, you- yeah, football wise, and maybe you know you know later on your angle yeah so obviously for football just to make a my a name for myself at valley you know if i leave leave valley being like known as a you know a really good tight end that went through this uh the, the team and like made a big difference and then obviously being a two-way player i could also be like remembered for my linebacker uh work and stuff but my main goal when i'm leaving the high school is remembered as like a guy who people could come up to and like talk to and ask questions and not be scared of and stuff and try and go throughout the school you know as like a leader and a representative of how i live my life you know outside of football and stuff but for football i how i just said i want to play for as long as i can and college wise i'm just looking for the best opportunity to do that um so yeah i was gonna say i was gonna ask so how has the recruiting process been for you so far yeah yeah and with with uh, obviously us um, living in a cornfield pretty much <laughs> it's not as explosive as a lot of people living in Andy but it's going really well I got um, an offer from Finlay in Ohio about about a month ago just under, just under and then a lot of colleges have been letting me know like they want to see like week one through three senior tapes and then they're really looking forward to you know like, send that recruitment and you know send another offer out and athletic scholarships and stuff and right now once they'll start hopefully coming in they could just keep progressing and progressing so yeah and then just this is crazy like your performance you know this year alone can like you know either you know rise or decrease your stock you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah so that's what a lot of coaches have been text texting me about they say yeah i mean you look really good junior year we want to see how you are senior wise and i think over that year my mentality my smartness and stuff has been increasing and stuff and so i'm just really 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 hoping i can perform and really uh showcase what i can do this senior year because that'll be a lot of a uh, film i can send out that hopefully keeps that recruitment process going yeah exactly it's just crazy to think about because like think about the college prospects that you know that bust their butt to make it to the nba you know they can have a really good regular season but if they do bad in the march madness tournament it can decrease their stock exactly you know? and with like th- the sectional thing obviously a big like for college coaches they look at the state games the whole state run yeah. And us getting out the first couple of weeks is never really a big boost to our team. And um, 
with this year being my last year and stuff and how the guys were ready for sectionals, if we do skyrocket through sectionals, regionals, and semi-state, I think that'll put a lot more attention on us as well throughout the years. Yeah, and it goes back for a circle what Coach Weaver said, more exposure. Right, right. I mean, yeah, just playing – just playing football like how that we used to at TRC and stuff is just not going to be like enough nowadays with all the talent coming through that we need this exposure and moving out of the TRC is just our best our best case scenario. Yeah, I mean it's either you know we go through this it's you know say Valley didn't make this move it's either you know suck it up or like move to another school. Right. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. You're you're right. Really, just having to. I pop, personally, all my friends and my brothers are here. I just my last senior year go through it. Hopefully, go nine and zero with the TRC. But yeah. If those guys, some of those guys do want exposure and they transfer, I mean, that's just, that's them, you know? But that's not the case for Valley since this new move, you know, has been, is going to be hopefully beneficial. Right, right. Yeah. And that's what I was saying earlier, 50-50. And I'm really excited. A lot of the guys are too, that we're going to really shock the, shock the community in the state. Yeah. You know? Heck yeah. You know, hey, prove them, right? Right, right. Hey, you know what? It's funny what uh, Weaver said. I was like, "How crazy is that?" That the you know the TRC just kicked us off, right? Mm-hmm. And then Weaver's like, "Yeah, a lot of people don't like Tipton Valley." I was like, "Hey, that's their problem." Exactly. No, <laughs> I remember some scrimmages we go to. Like you know, we're we've been known for hitting hard. You know, going off the line hard. And sometimes I guess all uh, the parents and the other teams don't like how aggressive we are, and that's just that's just the uh, name of the game, man. Yeah, I mean that's just what you do, and then that's why Valley gets a bad name. Yeah. Hey, that's their problem once again. <laughs> yeah. So, man, I want just want to talk about some casual things, man. So, what's you know your favorite college and NFL team? College wise, ever since I was young, I got pictures at home. Notre Dame has just been uh, my favorite, my dad's favorite. The tradition they have, the Golden Dome touchdown, Jesus, the walkout song they have. You know? Awesome alumni NFL. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And just like how close it is to home. Oh yeah. Being South Bend, it's only like a. Almost an, like just over an hour drive, you know. An hour from here and from Warsaw, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's just you can go to those games and watch Notre Dame against Ohio State like this year coming up, mm-hmm. and just seeing top top talent so close to home, and it's just really cool to see. NFL wise, I've never been a big NFL guy. Oh man! But because just because I feel like it's a little different than basketball. Like college people have something to work for, and the the, the gameplay is just so much more like showcasing. They they're trying their hardest on everything they do, but. In the NFL, there's obviously a lot of popularity and stuff like that. But I have to say, I used to like the Falcons a lot back when Matt Ryan was QB. And um, but now, probably just probably the obviously just Colts because it's Indiana, and that's just that's just me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey man, Kyle Pitts, man, he's a stud <laughs> tight end. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of um, tight ends, right? Which NFL tight end do you compare yourself to? Oh man, oh, NFL tight end. Well, I, I can actually say something now. So, Michael Mayer is going to the uh, the Raiders. I've always looked up to him. You know, like, like his body size and his weight is really, really close to mine. And um, he's been a big role model to me. He's, you know, he's a really good morale, you know, good person and has good uh, – Good beliefs and everything. And now he's with the Raiders, so I can I can I can say him. Yeah, maybe you'd be a Raiders fan this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. Let, I mean, let's hope his uh, quarterback's healthy, Jimmy G. Yeah, right. He's right. known to never never be healthy, man. Right. I'm hoping he gets some, you know, some looks too, because he really is. And I think he got robbed of the uh, what's that? What's that? The Heisman? Award? No, um, the tight end award Ooh. that Brock Bowers got. 
I, I don't know. Yeah, but I think I think he got on. robbed about that. But I think he's pretty really good tight end. You honestly, I didn't know they gave awards for for tight ends. Yeah, from position specifically, I don't I don't know all the all the ones obviously. Yeah, but I just there know was, Heisman. Yeah, yeah, there was one that Brock Bowers won from from Georgia, and I, me and my dad <laughs> think he got robbed from it. But anyways, yeah, since I'm a uh, Purdue alumni, Landon, you know I love Purdue. But coming from a Purdue fan, I'm actually excited to uh, watch Notre Dame. You know, yeah. I feel like you really have something coming. Yeah, yeah, especially this year with Sam Hartman transferring from Wake Forest, and uh, that helps a lot. Yeah, he was looking really good, and then just obviously Notre Dame just being a powerhouse sometimes, and they just have a lot of guys working hard. I follow their Instagram and their Twitter, just seeing them working out and stuff, and they're, they're ready for it. And it seems like everyone in that locker room is bought into Coach Freeman. Exactly. I mean, I think that was a great great uh, move for the program obviously uh brian kelly going to lsu you know he's been there for a while and we were just kind of like uh you know it's kind of kind of rough but then having marcus freeman he used to be the d coordinator the defensive coordinator coming in as head coach i think he took this on really well yeah man it's gonna be crazy things for them it's I just gonna be a crazy you know football season in general whether it's high school college NFL. Yeah, and then it, it's always a good time everyone's waiting for it too you know uh-huh. it can't come fast enough it's literally right around the corner uh-huh. dude so I want to ask you, Landon, what advice would you give to the young guys that want to be a good high school uh, football player here at Valley? Yeah, like I was saying earlier, if you want to proceed and like uh, improve your game, you have to obviously take time for it. So when it comes to those little things like going home and watching film for instead of playing video games, watching film for about an hour, you know, it just it helps out a lot more than you think. And then the weight room is going to be your best friend, you know, going in there when I was a freshman, I was barely benching the, pl- the a plate on both sides and now putting up 280 for, for some reps and just holding my own and being a really, really big guy. The weight room helped me out a ton and just being humble. Like you said earlier, being humble and then knowing your, um, your like your friends and your surroundings, you know, like you can go through practice with some guys who are not good for you, like mentally, like put put yourself down but you can also go through guys who are you know want to be there and have a good time so yeah so pretty much that first part to summarize just make sacrifices really yeah like i mean if you want to go out there just because you know you came in and your friend said come play football obviously you know you can choose to just come to practice but if you want to come play football and actually play the varsity level where it's just the most fun i think i've ever had in my life you have to put that time in and you have to earn that, you know, under Coach Coach Mel. He's, he's just not going to give you the position. Exactly. No, 100%. And, like, when I was a freshman, <laughs> Coach Mel just terrified me, just his, like, demeanor. And, like, I always thought he was, you know, just, like, a really, really tough and scary guy. But getting to know him throughout the four years, he's great, great family, great guy, and has, you know, makes people who work hard earn their spot, which is which is pretty nice. Mm, heck, yeah. I'd love to hear that. And then uh, I forgot to ask this question. So – same thing with the defensive question, but I'm going to go offensively. So tell me some, like, you know, standout studs for this coming year yeah, on the offensive side of the ball. Offensive side of the ball, yeah, yeah. So obviously returning, our whole line our whole O-line is new other than me kind of being tight end. I was uh, there last year, but Cody returning, a quarterback experience there was going to be really nice having Nate <laughs> – Nate Parker at uh, running back. He's just Stud. he's he's a little little rock, and he can just he can just move. He's quick, and um, so last year Dalton Albert was fullback, but he's moved to uh, O line this year. And Brock Durf is the starting fullback now, and he is just a, a big man. He moves people, gets in the hole, and he just blows it all up. And then for the O line wise, we're all new, but I think this is probably one of the fastest O line we've had. We're all really really quick and physical, and then obviously having. Our uh our receivers Wade he can probably 
make anything out of any out of anything, you know, running routes and stuff. And if Cody gives him a good ball, it'll probably be ca- caught and stuff. And yeah, I mean, he's a track star. <laughs> yeah, he he's quick, he's quick to say the least. But I think yeah, I think those all those guys I just mentioned will be I think will be pretty good. Yeah, and Weaver on his episode said had a lot of good things to say about Brandon Styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good that's a good point. Styles is uh, obviously coming in as a junior. And he hasn't really been like blowing up, but man, he runs stupid hard. And he's obviously he's a little taller than Nate is, and not as like thick, but he's quick and he runs hard. And he has he has a goal. He reminds me of um from the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, Pacheco. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. reminds me of him. Runs just really hard. <laughs> he's he's freaking fast. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. It just seems like it's gonna be a heck of an offense, man. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you this. So. Like I know you were talking about, you know, the more in depth of like how it's, how satisfying it is to like you know catch a ball in the in the crowded field. Right. But how is it like you know helping the old lineman like pass protect? So that's that's a good question because there's some obviously there's some plays where I stay in and pr- pass protect, and then there's obviously when we pass more often than not I do go on routes. But there's a lot of time to- there's a couple times where um, I do stay in, and then obviously I've always just been listening and stuff to like the guys beside me how they they like talk it out and pass pro and stuff. And I've always just tried to remember that. And whenever I do pass pro, it's always about the linebackers, or the edge rushers on my side. And I just feel like I hold my own on that, obviously. But when I go on routes, um, they, they do a pretty, a pretty good job of holding their own as a f- the front five pass blocking. Yeah. So. I, I asked you that because, like, as a football fan, right, I told, like I said to Weaver on our episode that um, I'm a – when it comes to a football fan, I love offense, and I give credit to the tight ends in the league that can like pass protect good, like uh, George Kittle. Right, right. Oh my gosh, he's like one of my besides Kyle Pitts. Um, George Kittle is one of my favorite tight ends in the league, and he can no, do yeah. literally everything that I, you can ask for a tight end. Right. I mean, yeah. Well, watching those big time tight ends, you learn a lot from the, for your game as well. You know, we watched on Sundays, obviously Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, yeah. all those tight ends. You know, what I'm saying um, they just. You'd learn a lot about your game just from watching, you know, the NFL and stuff. And tight ends, I feel like, are really – they're starting to grow, like, as, like, need be on offense. But they used to be, like, really underrated right. positions. I was going to say that. It just seems like not even, like, 15 years ago, you probably see a tight end, you know, on a team run, like, probably five pass routes per game mm-hmm. or maybe, like, at a halftime. But nowadays in the league, in college, high school, you see them everywhere, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, Kyle Pitts, like, a once again, hybrid, like, wide receiver, but tight end. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's also what I was gonna say too. There's um different types, which I think is very versatile. You can have the six six two six three, about like two hundred pounds, who are really long and skinny, but you know can catch every, almost every ball. And then obviously guys like like me, who are like you know really tall and big, bulky, who are inside the line and stuff, who make up difference blocking and stuff like that. It's just really versatile. It's like that's the beauty of the game, huh? Right. <laughs> yeah, the beauty of the position as well. Mm-hmm. So um. Cu- not Kyler, <laughs> Landon. Sorry. So, Landon, which senior activity are you the most excited for? Like, you know, outside football. Senior activity. Oh, school just is very, very broad. But school, I've always been a big fan of school. Not, not for the, the academic aspect of it, but just going every day and seeing my my friends I've known since kindergarten and just making relationships with them. Um, for activity wise, uh. I'm doing trades this year, and I'm really excited to go out with and you know build a house for the Landis's this year. I think that'd be really fun with a lot of my buddies, and then yeah, just my last year make it a good one. Mm-hmm. Hey, I had Wes back on my podcast. Yeah, yes, yeah, I, I, yeah. I did hear that. He's a good guy, man. Yeah, he is. He just is. you know, listen to him. <laughs> yeah. 
So, I mean, are you looking forward to, like, you know, homecoming, like, the prom, the senior trip? You just, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, it's yeah. your, like, you're, like, pretty much your last, like, everything, pretty much. Right, right. Um, when it comes to those, like, big, like, school get-togethers, homecoming, prom, I'm not the most, like, outgoing, like, guy. Like, obviously, I'll attend that stuff and everything, but I'm just excited to see how, obviously, just my best friends and my all my close, close uh, relationships just how we all can improve as like you know friends later in life and how can we can improve as like a good young man in high school and stuff like that heck yeah man i like it and then um also landon outside of football what do you like to do on your free time <laughs> well <laughs> outside of football i like to do football but um <laughs> you're just dialed in huh yeah i i like to um i'll play like some like pickup basketball games on like eight foot rims you know just you know mess around like that uh i like to um I cook actually. I cook a lot. You know, I like cooking meat and just you know, some cooking some stuff up. You know, for macro wise, you know, a lot of protein stuff. But when I come home from football, if it's late at night, I usually just ice, go to bed, and then football again. So that's all I really. My last year too. That's all I really, really want to do is just football. Heck yeah, man! I love it, dude. You just love the game, man. I do love yes. that, man. Yeah. And I just and then I just like your mindset, man. I really do. So, um, Landon, is there anything else you like to say or ask? No, I'm just really excited for this upcoming year. Um, I'm excited that I could, uh, you know, outgo my, you know, thoughts and what I'm excited for this year on this podcast and stuff. And I appreciate you having me, and I'm really excited for 2023 football. Heck yeah, preach that. So, with that being said, it's the cheesy question of the day, Landon. All right. So, Landon, today's cheesy question of the day is that what passport event that you would that you would have loved to attend? Oh, uh, <laughs> I college and nfl anything anything that's in the past man i'm gonna i'm gonna give you two answers one college and then one like okay. majors so college going to uh watch another dame game like be attend when lou holtz was was you know head coach and stuff and seeing how just how productive that team was just seeing how like old school it used to be and then for, i'm just gonna go nfl the uh the, that one vikings catch when um Stephon Diggs on the sideline. Bills. Y- yeah. Yeah. Last yeah. season. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. It was. It was when um Stephon Diggs. Oh, the Vikings. Yes, my yeah. bad. Sorry. Oh, yeah. um, when he when he caught it and then they they come back and they won that game and the whole stadium was like super loud. That'd be crazy to be at. You know, I just think something like that'd be cool. Heck yeah, man! I like the answer. So, um, man, Landon, I just want to say like thank you once again for taking the time out of your busy schedule to do this, man. No, I appreciate you having me, and uh, I'm looking forward to you know keeping keeping in touch this upcoming uh, football season and all that stuff. So. Yeah, man. Best of luck to you for this season, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And then, um, hope I hope you have a good senior year. Yeah, I appreciate it. And enjoy that. every minute of it because, like, once again, <laughs> once again, that's going to go by fast. It, it already has. You know, year four is already here. So yeah, next year, you know, it's going to be like graduation. You're tapping gown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, guys, thanks for listening. Please leave a review and rating and share the podcast. I would greatly appreciate that. You can follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Facebook.